This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who have been through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. I am super crazy happy to be here today with Elizabeth Lyons, who is a friend and colleague and awesome human being. <laughs> Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Nikki, thank you so much for having me. Yay. So let's get right started. I'm going to give the mic to you, Elizabeth, and ask you to yep. introduce yourself by telling us who you are and where you're from and how you stay super busy during the day. Okay. I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but I'm Elizabeth Lyons. Uh, originally, I'm from the East Coast, Delaware. I've slowly moved my way west. I'm now in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And I spend my day writing, editing, and publishing my own books, my clients' books, while wrangling five kids, a dog, and Whoever or whatever else shows up in the midst of it, yeah. <laughs> whoever just happens, however yeah. many organisms happen to be whatever Whatever shows up, it's like, how do you fit in, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who are you? Okay, you, you need some goldfish? Awesome. Yeah, exactly. I, can, <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah. So cool. And, and everybody needs a book, right? Like, is Well, no, not everybody, but everybody has a story and and... Firm believer in that. For sure. For sure. I guess I should say in my world, everyone's telling me that I need a book. And of course, it's the new thing that everyone's saying. Everyone has to have a book. Everyone has to have a book. And I push back on that a little bit, but that's a completely separate topic. Everybody has a story. On that, we can absolutely agree. Fantastic. Which is a really good segue because as you know, this, this podcast is filled mm -hmm. with stories of women who have gone through some really tough doo-doo. And so what I want to ask you next is, would you please summarize the doo-doo that you went through and what was the worst part of it? Yeah, I love, it's fun to summarize all of this. I, you know, my, my biggest challenge was my divorce. And I, I'm very transparent about the fact that I have an, it was an amicable divorce. I have a great relate, like I, I was blessed. I am blessed. And so I, I always want to be clear that I know that. I certainly have observed my friends and going through situations that were not nearly as amicable. The challenge for me wasn't so much the, the divorce itself as it was I was determined to be independent. I didn't want to, I hadn't worked in 15 years. I had been a stay-at-home mom all that time. And so I had to get back in and go from making you know, I don't know, $300 a month, maybe, but it didn't matter, right, off book sales or whatever I was doing, to a full-time income with which I could support five kids by myself. And that was wow. tricky. By yourself. Yeah. That was the goal. I mean, no one... Again, very blessed that you, my, my partner in parenting, as I refer to him, because X sounds... You know, I don't know. I just always refer to my friend, my partner in parenting. I like it. We support each other. You know, we, we, would, we wouldn't let each other crash and burn because we're each the parent of the other's children. Right. But I was determined to do it on my own. I can, I hear that. I totally hear that. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a real, I think at least I would say for me, an instinct like mama bear kind of a thing for me. Yeah. I, and it was kind of just a, I'm here to make my, not only say make my mark, but do what I'm going to do. I, I had some things to prove to myself, I think. And I don't think that back then I recognized that that's what it was, mm -hmm. but I had never before truly been on my own and, you know, without something or someone to fall back upon and add to that five kids 
and at the time three dogs now just one dog but so it was it was um it was a inner warfare that was going on i hear you yeah i mean i think the inner the inner stuff Mm-hmm. has a tendency to be tougher than the outer stuff, the internal obstacles rather than the external obstacles. Sometimes. Although I will say eight organisms in one house, like I'm over, <laughs> like I, no. I have two, I have two children, so I'm already outnumbered, but right. I just two, five children and three dogs, like holy moly. Yeah. It, yeah. it was a lot for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure now it's just like, easy peasy. Well, they're older. They're older. So, you know, now I range from 11 to 20. Totally different ball game than when it was one to eight, you know. Um, Of course. So So let's talk about that other side. Okay. So we, so we've gone from, I mean, even just the numbers, the the statistics are different, you know, between one, one and eight children between one and eight, um, making a full-time income after 15 years of making whatever whatever it was outside the home yeah um and now between what did you say 11 and 20 your kids are between 11 right. and 20 fewer dogs maybe like a little you know so the statistics are different but what i really want to know is you know from that emotional standpoint what's the best thing about being where you are on the other side of the divorce of proving things to yourself what's the best thing now i know who i am <laughs> i mean that sounds super cliche but yeah. It's like, it's almost as though, so I've been divorced now for, I think, eight years. It's almost as though eight years ago, if someone had said to me, Elizabeth, your main issue is that you don't really know who you are. I'd be like, that is so esoteric. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Of course I know who I am. I blah, 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 blah. I really did not. And when you finally do know who you are and you own it, flaws and all, however we want to describe flaws, and you can make every decision from that knowing, things just work. They don't, yes, you have overwhelming days and moments and things happen. It's just a much calmer and more fluid place from which to approach all of those things. That is beautiful to be able, it just must be so liberating. That's, that's how I experience it. Like knowing, having that alignment, knowing who one is, is so liberating. You don't have to be stuck in that place of indecision and fear. And wondering, well, what would this person tell me to do? Well, what would this person think when I do that? Well, what would this person do? It's, you're never going to come out of that. Mm -hmm. So at the end of all of it, if you can just say what's right for me, you know, take advice as you need it, get suggestions, but what sits well with my soul and do that. What sits well with my soul today? That might change six months from now, but what sits well today? I love that question. It's very concrete and it, you know, and you may not know the answer when you ask the question, but if you sit with it, the answer, you know. You do know the answer, yeah, but sometimes you do have to quiet everything down and remove all the uh, voices that are saying you don't know. Oh, what a beautiful place to be. What I want to ask you now is what I'm finding is that warrior women who have gone through total caca and come out on the other end, they, they, they can have a tendency to travel in packs. And I know also you have multiple clients who have written their incredible stories. So I can't wait to hear your answer to this question, which is who, else, who do you know who should be on this podcast and just has an incredible story? I mean, so many people, because as you know, 
I think everybody has an incredible story. And I don't think one of the things I'm going to give you a name. One of the things that I don't think we should ever do is compare our stories. So Mm -hmm. lots of times we can all say, oh my gosh, I'm so, you know, my story isn't as bad as, or their story isn't as bad as mine. It it doesn't, we got to get rid of all of that, right? Everybody has something in this life that they're navigating. And one of my clients, Holly Giamatti, wrote a, a, well, I wanted to say a novel because it reads like a novel, but it's called The Mother of All Makeovers. Mm-hmm. And she really went through her own, the book is a story of her journey from, you know, where she thought she was supposed to be to where she ended up to where she is today. It's, it's pretty incredible. So I think she'd be a great, a great guest for you to have. Awesome. Thank you so much for that recommendation. You're welcome. She is welcome. We'll have a party. Exactly. (laughs) She's delightful. She looks just like Julia Roberts, so don't be thrown. Whoa. Right. Hey. It's crazy. I'm in. I'm in. Right. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. That's really, really, that's speaking of being blessed. Um, So, Elizabeth, this is a big nugget here. Uh, What is a piece of advice, or maybe two or three, that you would give to women who are going through the caca right now? They're listening right now. And they're going through crisis and they are looking for that inspiration, that wisdom, that, that encouragement. What, what would you say to them on how to get to the other side? One thing I firmly believe is that the only way out is through. So mm-hmm. people talk about going over things and under things and how do I get around things? Most often you've got to go through whatever it is. If you don't, if you choose to go over it, under it, around it, whatever, life will present it to you again in another way until you're willing to go through it. And I I learned that from my own experience. And so I know that it feels, I liken it to a dark cloud. You know, you're walking in and it's thick and it's heavy and you don't know where the end is and you don't know what's in there with you. And you just, you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other Mm. Um, and continuing to stay in the now what works for me now? What works for me now? And that is a practice. I mean, and I I still sometimes am horrible at it because I can tend to live in the past or the future. So where am I now and what do I need now? That is fantastic, especially when you were describing being in the cloud and not knowing where the end is. You don't know when you're going to get through it and, and you also don't know how. Correct. You, you, you don't know how. And that's where, I mean, I think that's where faith comes in. But even if, I mean, even if you're struggling with faith, I think we always can engage in that, pra- that practice of yeah. what is the right or next best or most comforting or, um, or most correct thing yeah. for me to do now. Like, is this serving where I'm trying to go? Yeah. So, you know, if the answer is no, if you're, if, if you're trying to get to a healthier place, but you're still spending every night out at the bar with your girlfriends, and I'm not suggesting that's a bad place to be, I'm just saying, if that's not serving where you want to go, you gotta, you, you have to at some point address that. Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, if you're, if you're trying to skirt it or you're in denial of it, or you're trying to like hop over it or whatever, any of the other prepositions, like yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, like it's gonna serve, it's gonna resurface. I, I totally agree with you. It will, it yeah. will. Yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's so helpful and can be so comforting for people to stop and ask that exact question. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, and I encourage all listeners to give it a try. 
So my last question, Elizabeth, is since we're all about being epic on this podcast, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, what would you do? What would you, what would you be? So I used to say that I would be, I would know the future because I'm kind of a control person and I like to know how things are going to work out. But I also believe that that would be really boring because that's part of the entrepreneurial side of me is I have no clue how things are going to work out. And I think there's a part of me unadmittedly, is that a word? Non-admittedly that loves that. Mm -hmm. I think I'd be able to fly. Uh huh. That's a really good one. Where would you go? If, if I, if I like, if I went, bam, you can fly. Like, where would you go? Everywhere. I would just go wherever I felt compelled to go in any given moment. Like, do I want to go left or, and, and it would be about not questioning, well, why do I want to go left? Just everyone else is going right. Just go first instincts, just go where, wherever. I love it. I love it. And when you know yourself and you have that trust, like the, you know, that the answer is going to come up. You're going to, wherever you end up, it can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not going to come from here. Never. <laughs> Never. It's a feeling-based thing. Yes. Yeah. Intuition. That's so great. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being my guest today. And I would love to know, where can we find you online? You, your business? The best place is my website, which is just elizabethlyons.com. It links to all my social media and I'm most active on Facebook. Okay, great. Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, and elizabethlyons.com. Lyons is L-Y-O-N-S. You got it. Fantabulous. So this is Nikki Bruno with Elizabeth Lyons on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more information about where to go to stage an epic, excuse me, an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please visit theepiccomeback.com.